Welcome to the Power in Motion podcast, the show for women who want to develop a kinder relationship with their body so you can feel healthy, happy, and confident without restricting food, doing torturous exercise, or constantly worrying about the number on the scale. I'm your host, Kim Hagel, size inclusive fitness specialist and certified non diet health and life coach specializing in body image. This podcast is here to provide weight neutral, health at every size aligned information and coaching on sustainable habits and mindset shifts so you can feel your very best in the body you have right now. Let's lace up our runners and go for a walk while we chat. Hey, welcome back to the Power in Motion podcast. Today, I want to talk about honoring our desires. So right off the top, big question for you. Do you honor your desires? Do you even know what you desire? I'm bringing this topic forward today because this came up for me recently in the coaching program that I'm a part of, where we were asked the same exact question, and I recognized something about myself. I realized that I have and do honor my desires in life, but only when I feel like I don't have a choice. So as a couple of examples, I can think back to way back when I was working as a nurse and really wanted to be home with my kids when they were little for at least a while, right? Not forever, but for at least a while. And I I felt like I couldn't just honor that desire. I couldn't just quit my job. So I asked for part-time and that request was denied. So, you know, I tried going back and I tried working full-time for a little while and it was just so emotionally and mentally exhausting. I, I had to have a breakdown <laughs> before I could leave that job. And I had to have a backup plan, something that I was going to work at when I left. I can even think back to, you know, wanting to leave my first marriage for several years. I knew it was not a healthy situation. I knew it wasn't the best place for me. I knew it wasn't the best environment for my kids to grow up in, but I stayed. I toughed it out because that's what you do until I felt like I just couldn't anymore. And even starting a business, like if I think back, if I'm being honest with myself, I've wanted to have my own business my whole life. I've had that entrepreneurial spirit for as long as I can remember, but I didn't step into that desire until I quit my job and felt like I had to have something to do because I wasn't working in a day-to-day job. So I always, like I've had desires and I have honored them. But I've always felt the need to justify my choices, explain them. And I've had this belief like it's not okay to just say, hey, this current situation isn't working for me. I want to do this. This is what I really want. Instead, I feel like there has to be all of this strife and drama and hardship around choosing that thing which I want. It needs to seem like I have no other choice. So why am I sharing all of this? How is this all relevant? Well, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I have been working at rewriting my website this summer. And before I could write the content, I mean, I had to get really clear on what I was going to write. 
So as you know, I worked with my friend Becky Nethery, copywriting expert, and she used a process to help draw out information and like get down her. She's really gifted at like getting down into like, what is your soul's purpose? Right. So like part of her questioning was like, what is it you desire? Like, what are the parts of your business that you love that light your soul on fire? What do you want to do in your business? And I've always known and still to this day have known that my main passion is body acceptance coaching, helping women accept their bodies as they are today. And I have been doing that work. But whenever anybody asks me what I do, I say I'm a weight neutral personal trainer. I teach size inclusive fitness. I help women heal their relationship with movement. All of my branding and all of my messaging positioned me as a personal trainer first. More like I'm a personal trainer who talks about body acceptance. And I love personal training. Like truth, I love movement. It's my first love. I will always work as a personal trainer. I don't want to walk away from that. But it's not my main passion. When we really boil it down, my true passion is supporting women to step into their power to accept themselves fully and wholly exactly as they are. And sure, movement is a part of that. And often it's a gateway into my world. Like a lot of people are attracted to my work because I coach on movement in a different way. And that's great. But the truth is when I start working with women, 99% of the time at the root of their movement struggle is a body acceptance issue. That's the real heart of the issue. And it's where I have the greatest impact in working with that woman. Because when a woman accepts her body and steps into a respectful, trusting relationship with her body, everything else falls into place. The movement and the food, it just happens naturally. And so much more happens. Like when you are in relationship with your body, you are in your most powerful state. And all of those things that you desire in life become possible. And so body acceptance coaching, this is what I want to focus on in my business and have always wanted to focus on in my business. But I've been kind of beating around the bush about it. I've been hiding behind this identity as a personal trainer. And I noticed all of this. This all came to light for me as Becky was encouraging me in my writing process to step into that body acceptance coach role and, you know, still honor the personal training role, but not let it be the, the shining light. And I'll tell you, as she was like working this process with me, I felt so much resistance and doubt and discomfort. And when I dug into those feelings, I realized it's all coming from this place of this deep-seated belief that I can't just honor my desires because they exist. I have to stick with the status quo. Like it was working for me to be a personal trainer. My business is successful. Why would I change things if nothing is wrong, right? I have to keep doing what I'm doing until I feel like I have no other choice. That belief needed to shift. That belief needed to change. I would coach any of my clients that your desires matter, that you have those desires on your heart for a reason. You desire it because it's meant for you, 
Right. So when I have this desire on my heart, I have to trust that the same is true, that that desire is there because it is meant for me. So that's the work that I did on myself is giving my permission to just make that choice, to just step into that role as a body acceptance coach, even when everything else is working just fine. And you know, it doesn't mean that I turn my back on fitness. I'm still doing it. It just means I'm slightly shifting the way that I communicate my passion, the way that I communicate my messaging. And I'm an adult. I can give myself permission to do that right now just because I want to. And so can you. So this episode is going to serve as some inspiration and and your permission slip to tune into your desires and to honor them because they're there for a reason. So going back to the start of this episode, the first question I asked you is, do you honor your desires? Do you even know what your desires are? And I don't say that to be judgmental. It's just that I've coached so many women and obviously myself too, who are so out of touch with our own desires. And I think there's a couple of reasons for this. One is simply just the way that our brains are programmed to think, which is all about what we don't want. That's how our brains have evolved to keep us progressing by focusing in on what's not working, what we don't want. I don't want to work at this job. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to do that. But when we try to flip it over to what we do want, that's where we can often come up blank, which makes total sense. I mean, the patriarchy is alive and well. And as girls and even adult women in this world, We've received the messages repeatedly that our desires don't matter or are selfish or maybe even just wrong. We are constantly bombarded with messaging like, be quiet, only speak when spoken to, don't ruffle feathers, don't upset anybody, be a good girl, follow the rules, stay inside the lines, don't be different, don't be too loud, too bold, too assertive, too outspoken. Or, or what? Right, then we're a bitch. Be grateful for what you have. Don't be greedy. Put everybody's needs ahead of your own. Think about this. How many times have you heard women being praised for being selfless? So obviously the flip side of that is you're selfish if you prioritize your own needs or self-care. All of these internalized messages leave us feeling like it's wrong to want something other than what we have. We fear being labeled as selfish or ungrateful. Like, who on earth do you think you are to want more out of life when there's people who are suffering or people with actual real problems in the world, right? Well, friend, (laughs) this is absolute bullshit. And really, thinking about this way keeps everybody small. Yes, maintains the status quo, but that's exactly what halts progress and prevents change. It's a thought error to believe that honoring your desires means somebody else has to suffer. Like in meeting your needs and doing the things you want to do in life means you're not a good mom or you don't care about other people. When in fact, it's actually quite the opposite. When we don't honor our desires or meet our needs, then how do we feel? We're left feeling inauthentic, overwhelmed, resentful, 
incomplete, like a failure, and and just unhappy. So how good are we in any of our roles, motherhood, work, whatever, if that's how we feel? Is the world really receiving the best of us if we're filled with resentment and discontent? Absolutely not. So it's not true that looking after yourself and meeting your own needs means someone else has to suffer. That's scarcity thinking. There's plenty of joy, pleasure, support, and money to go around in this world. In fact, you owning your desires and stepping into them, taking action towards them, changes the world. Really, it does. When you feel lit up and excited and passionate, connected, and like you're living your purpose, that is your most powerful state. Just think about what you could achieve and how you would feel if you were living your life from this state. And wouldn't that benefit all of your relationships, your job, your career, and the world in general? And then even just imagine what the world would be like if we all did this. And yeah, for sure, that's going to require looking at some societal beliefs, some paradigms, and challenging the status quo. It's going to require looking at how you define being a good mom or being a contributor to your household or to your workplace or your worth as a provider or producer. All of those roles are going to be challenged as you step into your desires and own them. And it's going to feel really scary and uncomfortable for a bit. But that is true of anything that is outside our comfort zone. It's always uncomfortable at first. But possibility also exists outside of our comfort zone. What is possible if we move through that discomfort? Change is always uncomfortable. Think about some of the change makers, the women who have gone before us in life. Think about our great grandmothers who desired to have the right to vote or own land or have jobs and who were being arrested for burning their bras. Where would we be now without them? Think about Rosa Parks, who desired to sit where she wanted to sit on the bus. I mean, we still have a lot of work to do in terms of racial equality, but where would we be if she hadn't honored that desire? We, as women today, have a lot of freedoms, thanks to the women who've gone before us. We really can do whatever we want in today's world, but we're still oppressed by societal bullshit and these outdated beliefs that we still have to be everything to everyone else all the time and put ourselves last. So going after our big desires while holding on to that societal bullshit will always leave us feeling like we're letting someone down or we're selfish or uncaring. So our work, I believe, as this next generation of women is to stop judging ourselves against these arbitrary and outdated standards and looking externally for validation, comparing ourselves to others and limiting ourselves out of fear of judgment and rather fully and wholly accepting ourselves. And I'm talking way deeper than at our body level, but at the soul level. I mean, being absolutely honest about who we are and knowing that it's enough. Knowing and honoring our desires and being absolutely certain that we are worthy of pursuing them and being our own best friend, validating ourselves and giving ourselves permission to do that which is on our heart no matter what anyone else thinks. 
is not going to be easy. It won't happen overnight or even likely in a decade or two. But I believe this is where we need to head in order to end the internal struggle we feel about having desires, but feeling like we can't pursue them without upsetting everyone and everything around us. In the meantime, can we start to move in that direction? Can we start to believe that we're worthy of having desires and pursuing them? Here's some steps to take to start the process and the process that I worked myself through as I was struggling with my own desires for my business. One, first, acknowledge what it is that you want. Notice how your brain tends to focus on what you don't want. That's what brains do. It's normal. But see if you can stretch yourself to get clear on what it is you do desire. What do you like? What are you passionate about? What lights your soul on fire? What feels fun? How do you want to feel? Those are good questions to start getting clear on what you desire. And then step two, notice all the objections your brain presents when you think about having this desire. See if you can engage in those stories your brain is offering you with curiosity. If your brain's telling you like nothing's going to get done or your kids are going to suffer or people will think you're selfish. See if you can question those thoughts. Ask, is that true? Are you sure that it's true? What if it is? What's the worst that can happen? And what else is possible? Which leads into step three, which is to entertain the possibility. What might be different if you try pursuing what you want? How will you feel if you do or have this thing that you desire? What are some possible outcomes if you do? on your relationships, your family and work life, and your bigger vision in general. And then the fourth step, the most important, is to make it safe. If you decide to take action towards pursuing a certain desire, how can you do it in a way that feels safe? That doesn't mean it has to be easy. It probably still will be hard and uncomfortable. But how can you have your back through the process so you feel safe to keep moving forward? So I hope those questions help you get some clarity on your desires and some direction for you so that you can move forward into pursuing them. And of course, you know that I'm here for you. This is just one of the many things we can talk about and work together inside one-to-one -one coaching. And I'd love to support you if you're ready to step into that life that you know is waiting for you, but aren't just sure how to get there on your own. You can reach out through my website and book a free consultation call whenever you're ready. And then just to circle back to my own journey and honoring my desires, I thought I'd share where I landed with all of this and to update you on what that looks like for Radiant Vitality moving forward. If you've been following me for a long time, you'll know that I've had many different programs and offers over the years. But what became clear as I gave myself permission to honor my desires is that the type of work I enjoy most, where I feel that I have the greatest impact, is in coaching women one-on-one. -on -one. I really, really appreciate and love being able to support my clients closely and to have the ability to support them in their unique goals, meeting them where they are at and fully customizing my approach to their needs so that they get the most powerful transformation possible. So what that means going forward is I won't have any group coaching programs at the moment. I will be solely offering one-to-one -one body acceptance coaching one-to-one -one personal fitness training, 
both in person and virtually around the world, and then live in-person group fitness classes in my studio locally. So if you've been thinking about working with me, those are the ways in which you can do so. And enrollment is always open, so you can reach out whenever you're ready. Down the line, I do plan on having some self-directed courses, and I'll certainly let you know when those are ready if you're looking for something that you can do on your own if you're not quite ready for one-to-one coaching. All right, that's it, my friend. Have a great week. Be well, and I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into the Power in Motion podcast today. If you love what you're learning here, then I invite you to take the next step of embodying these concepts into your own life so that you can live your healthiest, happiest life and never again feel held back by your body. Coaching is the fastest, most efficient pathway to taking what you know in your head to actually applying it and seeing results. Whether you're looking to make changes around movement, food, body image, or all three, I'm here to help you nurture a kind, respectful, and trusting relationship with your body so you can feel your very best. Click the link in the show notes to book a free consultation, and together we'll uncover what's getting in the way of you having the results you want. You'll leave this call knowing exactly what you need to work on, and together we'll explore whether one of my coaching offers is a good fit for you. I can't wait to meet you.